What if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, episode 17. Yes, this is the Stop Dieting Forever podcast. Now let's pause and reflect on that statement for just a second, right? Stop dieting forever. I know I say it all the time. It's like my catchphrase, my tagline, but think about it. How would your life change if you felt like you never needed to go on another diet? Just let that soak in for just a minute, right? You're not listening to me by accident. And I just want to remind you that it is really possible for you to actually have to never, ever, ever go on another diet. And I know, I know it's hard for you to actually believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. Because if you have mastered the art of losing weight and regaining the same weight over and over and over again, it can be really hard to fathom that something can actually work where nothing has worked in the past for you to be able to lose weight and actually keep it off. And if you're feeling that sense of doubt about your weight, I just want to tell you, you are in the right place, my friend. I don't want you to worry anymore. It is my sole mission in life to help you get off of this weight loss struggle bus. We don't need to be on it anymore. And worrying about your weight isn't going to help you lose it any faster. So I want you to quit worrying because worry is not going to help you lose weight. I know. I know this to be true because I remember when I was jumping from diet to diet to diet to diet for all of those years, I don't ever remember a time where I was satisfied with where I was. I don't ever remember looking in the mirror and loving what I saw. I don't ever remember feeling great about my appearance. What I do remember is not liking how I looked in photos. I do remember canceling social invitations to go out because I would say, oh, I don't have anything to wear. But really, it was like I didn't have anything to wear that I felt comfortable in. I remember feeling constantly stressed about my weight. And I just want you to remember this. You cannot stress yourself skinny. Okay? You can't. You cannot stress yourself skinny. You cannot do it. Chronic stress makes losing weight harder. Have you ever experienced a time when maybe you were following a certain diet and then you were able to lose some weight, but then the weight would just stop, like the weight loss would just stop? And then you were like, what the hell is going on? You were confused because you were eating all the same things, you were doing the same workout, 
that allowed you to lose weight before, but suddenly it just wasn't working anymore. And maybe you're experiencing that right now. This is could be why your pandemic pounds aren't moving, right? Is because we are living in stressful times. There isn't a corner of the globe that hasn't been affected by the coronavirus. And in the United States specifically, we, let's add on a tumultuous presidential election, economic uncertainty, racial unrest, global warming. I mean, you can be sitting in the comfort of your air-conditioned home watching the evening news, and in 30 minutes of watching the news, your body can activate the sympathetic nervous system, which causes your body to release the stress hormone, like cortisol and adrenaline. And because the pandemic is all-consuming, right, it leaks into every aspect of our lives, we are experiencing this stress response more frequently. And this stress response causes you to accumulate more fat and it slows down your body's ability to metabolize the fat that you already have on your body. So I have talked about stress being one of the reasons why we snack and how our snack happy habit can lead to weight gain. If you missed it, I want you to go back and listen to episode 15, How to Stop Your Sneaky Snack Habit. But here is yet another reason why it is so important to learn how to manage your emotions in order to lose weight for good. So let me just break down this whole chronic stress thing. So I want you to really understand what's happening to your body when you are literally under chronic stress. And lots of times we're just, we don't even know we're under chronic stress, right? It's just the way we operate. There's always a little, a level of anxiety about everything that we do. We have a hard time making decisions. We feel negative about certain situations a lot of the time. We hear things on the news. We see things in the news that make us stressed out. We respond to certain situations like family members and our the health and safety of our kids as they return to school, all these things, right? Chronic stress. And so what happens, and I really want you to truly listen in and understand what happens when you are under chronic stress. And yes, you are under chronic stress if you are struggling with your weight, okay? Even if you're not, but if you're struggling with your weight, you're probably listening to this for that reason. First of all, stress creates the desire to eat more, right? I've talked about this numerous times. You're feeling stressed out, and because you, that stress is an uncomfortable feeling, your automatic default is like, oh, let me go get something to eat, right? Because eating is takes your mind off of that uncomfortable feeling. It's a distraction. It's a buffer. For some of us, it's like, oh, no, just give me some wine or give me some alcohol, right? So the stress... The first thing it does is creates this desire to eat more food even when we're not hungry. Secondly, stress triggers the release of hormones that increase the abdominal fat and it slows down our metabolism, which is like a double whammy. So not only is your belly fat getting bigger, 
But your body's ability to burn the fat that you already have is slowing down. Ugh. (laughs) Okay. And now the third effect of chronic stress is that your body fat is actually sending signals to your brain that can increase the stress levels. And so this is new research, newer research. This newest research finds that you are right back at square one with a desire to eat more. Okay, so let me just break this down for you again real quick. Chronic stress, first of all, it creates the desire to eat more. Secondly, it triggers the release of your hormones that increase your abdominal fat and it slows down your metabolism. And as if that's not enough, the third effect of chronic stress is that your body fat is going to send a signal to your brain, which tells your brain that, hey, we're stressed out. And that leads you right back at square one with a desire to eat more. So when you think about chronic stress, I don't want you to think that it just means like, oh my gosh, you just have something to worry about all the time. (laughs) No, I want you to think about how your chronic stress is putting your body in this vicious cycle that is difficult to get out of. And if you've tried to get out of it and you have been unsuccessful, this could be one of the reasons why. So when I was thinking about this whole chronic stress syndrome, I remember like when we were in our 20s, it was very easy to lose weight, right? Because your views about life and the world We're much more immature and a lot less jaded. At that time, like 21, 22, 24 even, you had your entire life in front of you. Retirement seemed eons away. I remember in my 20s, I was all about traveling. I am a Sagittarius. I am a wanderer by nature. I love just seeing new environments, being in new places, and just seeing different things. So in college, we would pop pile in whoever had the car and we would drive to other states, to other campuses, to other cities to hang out. And then once I started working as um, in my corporate job, I had some money. (laughs) So then our little like road trips turned into resort beach vacations with my friends. And I remember like they were a necessity. I had one group of friends We went on a girl's trip every single year and money was never a problem. Like we came up with the money to to go travel, but that was like our big thing, right? We wanted to go away. We went to some really, really wonderful spots. And then suddenly everybody started getting married and having kids. And that was the end of the girl's trip, right? But the older we get, the more we have to stress about right? We're thinking about, we're raising our kids. Now we're we're raising our kids during a pandemic. We're trying to manage our finances. Do we have enough money for retirement? Are we making enough money now? Do we have enough money for some of us? Like what happens if we lose our job? Do we have enough money to pay the bills, right? We're worrying about job satisfaction. Is there another job out there that is better for me that I'm going to be happier in? We're worrying about our aging parents. We've got to take care of them. We're worrying about retirement. Do we have enough money to retire? We're worrying about 
our spouses? Are we being a good spouse? Are we happy and satisfied in our relationships? And of course, we are worrying about our weight. Think about it. What are you stressed about on a constant basis, right? What are you thinking about? What is keeping you up in the middle of the night? I know for the past two nights, I've been waking up at like 3 a.m. thinking about, I've been traveling. So let me just back up and tell you that I know I talked about my corona fatigue a couple of episodes ago. Well, I bit the bullet and decided to come visit my parents. So I was on a plane for the first time in months. And the travel experience was fine. But for the past two nights since I've been here, I've been waking up in the middle of the night thinking about all of the potential places that I have been, I could have potentially been exposed to the coronavirus. Right. So that is keeping me up at uh, waking me up at like 3 a.m. And a little bit of stress there. Right. So for us, and me included, there are a lot of opportunities for us to be chronically stressed. And as we stay stressed every day, we're basically keeping our bodies in this cycle of stress, right? We're keeping our bodies just holding on to fat because of our unmanaged stress levels. So what can you do? How can you get out of this chronic stress keeping me overweight cycle? I'm so glad you asked that question and you know I'm not going to leave you hanging. And this is exactly what I do. Quite simply, you have to learn how to reduce your stress by learning how to manage your emotions. So when I'm waking up at 3 a.m. thinking about, oh my goodness, all of the potential places that I've been in the past 48 hours that I could potentially have been exposed to the coronavirus, I have to manage my emotions around this circumstance. And yes, there are common ways to reduce your stress, like with exercise and yoga and things like that. But am I getting out of bed at 3 a.m. to do a downward dog? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh, I don't think so. The number one strategy that is going to get you out of this stress cycle is learning how to acknowledge and accept all of your emotions every day. So what does this look like for me at three o'clock in the morning? It's me telling myself, Jennifer, this is how you're feeling and it is okay that you're a little bit worried and you're a little bit stressed out and you're feeling a little bit anxious, but it is okay, right? It is okay that you're feeling this way right now. There's nothing that you can do about anything that you think could have happened. But in this moment, I can choose to believe that my immune system is strong and I am 100% healthy, right? That is the thought process that is running through my head at three o'clock in the morning. And then I'm able to go back to sleep, okay? So this is just an example of learning how to manage your emotions. Learning how to manage your emotions is a skill, And it needs to be practiced. And it is the core of what I teach in my weight loss process. And it takes practice every day. This is why I have a daily planner that I give my clients because it walks them through that process of learning how to address, acknowledge, and manage their emotions. Many, many of my new clients are resistant to it. They are much more comfortable with changing what they eat changing what they drink, working out more. But 
when I teach them that their success depends on their ability to change what they think and what they feel, it is a whole nother ball game, okay? It's difficult to understand and it's a little bit frustrating in the beginning because we aren't taught how to think. We aren't taught how to identify and accept our emotions. Most of us are emotionally illiterate. And that's why at the beginning of the podcast, I'm always reminding you guys to check in and describe how you're feeling in one word that is different from okay or I'm fine, right? So when you are able to look at the number on the scale, thinking about your weight loss, right? Or your weight loss journey or your weight loss struggle, wherever you are. When you are able to get on the scale and look at that number that pops up as neutral, right? And what does that mean? Looking at the number on the scale as neutral means it doesn't make you feel great and it doesn't make you feel terrible, right? When you are able to do that, you are headed in the right direction. And that is just one example of emotion management when it comes to weight. That is the first one that my clients work on. Anything that triggers you to potentially overeat, right? Any circumstance or any event that happens where you're like, mm, you have the thought like, mm, I want to eat. That is your clue that you have an unmanaged emotion. Now, that emotion doesn't necessarily have to be a negative one, like anxiety around the pandemic, like what I just told you what happens to me at three o'clock in the morning for the past two nights, right? It could be a positive emotion too. How many of us like to eat when we are happy? How many of us like to celebrate with food? As soon as we have something to celebrate, we're like, ooh, what food can I treat myself to, right? This is a celebration, So I just want to give you some hope and tell you that it is possible to stop dieting forever. And it will happen when you can get really good at managing your emotions, no matter what the circumstances. When you can do that, the situations that caused you stress before don't, right? I am so much more adept at managing my emotions now that I have been practicing this skill for a while. It is easier for me to see situations as neutral. And I get to decide how I want to feel about it. So when I was waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning, I decided that, you know what? I'm deciding that I feel healthy. I want to feel strong. And I'm choosing to believe that is my truth in this moment because I don't know any other truth. I can allow my brain to go down the rabbit hole and think, oh my God, I've been exposed to the virus, I've exposed my family to it, and we're all going to the hospital. Or I can choose to believe that I'm 100% healthy, I can choose to believe that my immune system is strong and able to fight off anything that I have been exposed to. When I get on the scale every day, I still weigh myself every day, it's part of my process, it's what I teach my clients, I get to decide how I want to feel about that number. I can let it ruin my day. Or I can look at it as data and get really curious as to how this number in this particular day fits into my overall journey of health and longevity. I have talked to so many women who have told me about the weight they have gained during the pandemic. 
It's like they're almost confessing their sins to me. They're like, girl, I'm up 17 pounds. Or, oh my God, I can't believe um, the 10 pounds are still on me. Right? And I tell them, I'm like, don't feel badly that you've gained weight during this time. If you don't know the tools and the strategies and the, and the mind management tools and strategies, if you don't have that skill, then of course you gained weight during this unprecedented time. And it is okay. Judging your weight gain during the time that we're in right now is not useful. It doesn't mean anything about you. So this is where the emotion of acceptance comes in handy. Because when you're able to accept yourself as you are in this moment, you will not spend another second worrying about your pandemic pounds. Now, if this is hard for you and you're like, ooh, I don't know about acceptance, I want you to go back and listen to episode 11, love the journey until you reach your destination and take some notes, okay? Even if you've listened to it before and you're like, I don't know about this acceptance thing, I'm not feeling it, go back. Listen to it as many times as you need to. Write down your notes and write down your coaching prompts, okay? And do some self-coaching on why it's so difficult for you to accept your weight where you are right now. When you can accept yourself as you are, your brain is clear. The runway is clear and you can begin the daily work that will lead you to losing weight without ever having to go on another diet again. But if you're so focused on self-judgment and feeling shame and guilt about your weight gain, you're not going to be able to get to that place. Okay, so I want to remind you that the Lose 10 Challenge is coming up. And if you haven't registered for the Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting Challenge, what are you waiting for? I want you to go to Lose Your Next 10, and that's the number 10.com, and get your butt registered. If you're struggling to lose the pounds that you have gained since the pandemic started, you have no reason not to join. Now, you may have a million excuses why it seems like a good idea why you can't join right now, but I don't really care about your excuses. If you're like, oh, I did the last one, or, oh, I really know what to do. I just really need to do it. I need to focus. Those are excuses, my friend. If you are struggling with your weight, if you don't like the way you look right now, you cannot afford to skip this opportunity. It is 100% free, it's five days, and we begin on September 21st. Go to loseyournext10.com to get registered, very simply. And that will be your first step to learning how to reduce your chronic stress by learning how to manage your emotions. All right, it is time for Stop and Celebrate. And this is a part of the show where I shout out someone who is living the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle. And today, I want to celebrate 
Miss Tiffany Nelson, who left me a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. She said, and I quote, I'm so thankful to have found this podcast. Jennifer gives practical information that can be applied and implemented immediately. I love how she reminded me that my thoughts are subject to change. I also like the fact that her podcasts are short in time, but still have an eternal effect on my actions and outcomes. Thank you, Jennifer. Keep the podcast coming because I'm here for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that review, Tiffany. And I know it is going to inspire other people to listen into all the other episodes and to learn how to get off of the weight loss struggle bus. Now, Tiffany, I remember you. You were a very active participant in the last Lose Your Next 10 Challenge. And I remember that, I remember specifically you came into the challenge, you had already lost some weight on your own. And I remember you were like so active and you were like, sharing everything that you learned and how it was going to affect you during the challenge. And I was like, okay, Tiffany's doing the darn thing. All right. And I think you were the one that asked me, was I going to do the challenge again? Well, here it is, my friend. High five to you. And I'm so happy that you've continued your learning by tuning into the podcast every week. All right, ladies and gents, if there are any gents out there listening, I want you to live lux. I want you to share this episode if there is someone in your circle who is struggling with their pandemic pounds. Share this episode with them. Don't keep this a secret. Let us all work together to stop dieting forever. All right, live Lux, and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you liked today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Mm